Neuraxial Section 1, 8 of 16, Contraindications to Neuraxial Anesthesia. Contraindications to Neuraxial Anesthesia can be relative or absolute. The textbooks offer conflicting guidelines on which contraindications are truly absolute, and most make the assertion that the decision to proceed with a neuraxial technique should be determined on a case-by-case -case basis. Despite this, there is one area where the texts agree. Patient refusal is always an absolute contraindication. Other contraindications, relative or absolute, include coagulopathy, risk of spinal or epidural hematoma, neuraxial blocks are contraindicated in significant pathologic or therapeutic coagulopathic states, platelet count less than 100,000, PT, APTT, or bleeding time twice the normal value. Increased intracranial pressure, increased chance of brain herniation with sudden change in CSF pressure, sepsis, introduction of contaminated blood beyond the blood-brain blood barrier, worsening of hypotension due to neuraxial sympatectomy, infection at the puncture site, needle introduces pathogen beyond the blood-brain barrier, hypovolemia, worsening of hypotension due to sympatectomy, valve lesion with fixed stroke volume, example includes severe aortic stenosis, severe mitral stenosis or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, scoliosis, arthritis, spinal fusion or osteoporosis, technically just more difficult, difficult airway, Neuraxial anesthesia isn't always the answer to the patient with a difficult airway. Block failure may require rapid conversion to general anesthesia. Depression of the reticular activating system is common, and this may contribute to sedation. Supplementation with IV sedatives may lead to airway obstruction or collapse. Full stomach. Hypotension related to the sympatectomy may cause nausea and vomiting. Peripheral neuropathy. The theory is that these patients are more susceptible to injury. They are also slower to recover from it. Although data in this area is lacking, the legal world has a strong opinion. For this reason, many practitioners will not perform a neuraxial block in a patient with peripheral neuropathy. Multiple sclerosis. Classic teaching suggests that while epidural anesthesia is safe, an intrathecal technique may exacerbate symptoms. The NCE wants you to know this. In practice, there is no good data to support this. If a spinal anesthetic would benefit the patient with multiple sclerosis, then the patient should be informed that there may be a small risk of symptom exacerbation.